Welcome everyone. We're about to begin BPJ number three. That's Bias Panimi, the joint share number three, addressed to both men and women. Today we're going to discuss um, six topics uh, that needs to be kept private in the relationship between a husband and wife. Um, most couples don't discuss with each other how much to share of themselves with other people, with their friends and family. And this topic here has zero control uh, to do with control issues. Sometimes you have one or both that are controlling and go overboard with secrecy and, uh, you know, not letting you have friendships. We're not talking about this today. Maybe we'll talk about it at a different time. We're talking about two healthy people that don't have control issues or anything like that. But nevertheless, here are things where it's important that, though they're not controlling, and they could be very open, but there's a certain restraint that needs to happen, a certain boundary that needs to be kept um, with certain topics that are not to be shared with other people, including even close friends and even closest best friends. Now, sometimes with permission, certain things could be okay. Sometimes with even with permission, it's unacceptable and is not okay, depending. We're going to go through various uh, things. Um, in, like I said, if in some of these issues, if they don't mind or they're open to it, that's one thing. And in some issues, even if they wouldn't mind at all, it's still a problem. Now, the culture changed with parents, in some cases grandparents, depending on your own ages. There was a culture where a husband and wife, when they had issues that they ironed out, they ironed out face-to-face -face with each other, privately. Sometimes they, even their own children don't didn't even know about what they discussed privately between themselves. And that was really a healthy way to do it. And in our culture, with excessive sharing in social media, and even those that do not have social media, that's an interesting phenomenon, where even those that don't do Instagram, don't do Facebook, don't do any of these things, Nevertheless, something in our culture creeped into our consciousness that even though people who have blocked from that still have this mentality of oversharing things with family and friends. And privacy, though, especially with a marriage and a cup for a couple, is increasingly complex. And therefore, it's important to understand and communicate to each other well. So the first thing that you need to keep between yourselves is fights that you have between you and your husband, you and your wife, that you cannot talk about with your friends or family. The exception to this rule is if you both choose a rov, or you both choose a mentor, or even if he chooses a male mentor, she a female mentor, but they know of each other, and they trust them implicitly, and they're mature, and they're objective, and they're confidential, and there's a safety net of knowing that, and it's Latayeles, it's clear that it's Latayeles, a specific person, and it's Latayeles, and they both wholeheartedly agree to this in certain situations, that's an exception to the rule. But other than that, when you have arguments and fights between 
you and your husband, you and your wife, it's not meant to be discussioned at all with other people, with even with your closest friends. And this is not always easy. Sometimes you were just in an argument. You got very, very upset at your husband or at your wife. You're fuming. You're burning inside. The easiest thing is, is to blow over like a volcano and to vent to your friends. And you're going to use the Pusik and Mishle. You know, when you have worries, you relieve it by talking to your friends with it. That's not what Mishle is talking about. And you're going to use the excuse, I'm doing this because, number one, I want clarity. This will help me get clarity. And number two, it'll make me feel better. You know, you, you know, you have worries, you said it, say it out, you'll feel better. But this is false. Validation, a mere validation of who's right, who's, who's wrong, never ever helps, never truly resolves the issue. And sharing these things will only hurt your husband, will hurt your wife. And what, what you do, sub, whether you do it consciously or subconsciously, when you talk about fights that you had with your husband or your wife to your friends or family, you're going to set up the conversation to make your spouse look like the bad guy or the bad girl, whichever way it is. That's natural. And even if sometimes it's intentional, and even when it's not intentional, it's subconscious. That's just the way you are because you have your view of things. And your friends or family that hearing this will naturally take your side, see things from your perspective, which makes you feel better maybe momentarily, which really, though, accomplishes nothing. And that breach of trust to the other person, to your husband, to your wife, is extremely, extremely hurt, hurtful. Therefore, if there are fights at home, disagreements, keep it at home. Talk it through. Now, if you have a matzah where further clarification is needed, then you both decide together that you're going to ask together that particular mentor, her mentor, his mentor, the Rav, uh, perceptive Rav, whatever it is, you decide together that's what you're going to do if the two of you can't iron it out completely by yourselves. And that's fine. But to talk to friends about it, no. Now, sometimes if it's a perspective and a general approach of a, of a disagreement, that's not necessarily a bad thing. So, for example, if you're talking in general with your friends and you say, Agav, you know, uh, in our marriage, uh, you know, just generally when you're talking about, the, you're talking about the kids in general, about some of them, how they behave and how you discipline at home, whatever you're talking about, Chinuch. And in Agav, you're saying, you know, in our house, uh, I'm more of the disciplinarian and, and, and my husband or wife is more the softer one. So they'll run to them first and then they'll come to, you know, and they won't come to me. And then, uh, so, you know, in a certain context, in a general approach to talk about the differences between you two, maybe okay, perfectly innocent. You know, I'm not saying you have to be top secret, top, top secret or anything like that. But nevertheless, the idea is, is to really, really be cautious about this and be careful because generally speaking, fights and disagreements between spouses to talk to your friends, even trusted good friends, is very unhealthy. The second thing that you cannot share with anyone else outside between the two, other than the two of you are bedroom issues. Besides the idea of the lack of tzniyas of it, uh, 
But let's even put that aside for a, for a moment. Just general common sense to discuss the bodies of your spouse or the sexual performance of your spouse is very hurtful, very demeaning, and a serious, serious breach of privacy. And even when complimentary, you know, you're saying good things about that area, it's also damaging. That breach of trust. And this is not good, by the way. This is one of those things that even if for some warped reason, a husband and wife says, I don't care, and I give you permission to say whatever you want, especially if it's complimentary, why not? Say it to whoever you want, how great I am in bed or whatever it is. It's wrong and it's very damaging. It's something that needs to be kept between you and your husband or you and your wife. And now, what happens indeed if there are sexual issues in the bedroom of a lack of satisfaction or some issues? You need to discuss it with one another. And then together, you decide to go. If it's a physical aspect to a UBGYN or a urologist, or if it's an emotional issue to get a mental health person that can help in that field, sex therapist or marriage counselor that handles those type of things, that's how you deal with bedroom issues if and when they come up that needs things that need to be worked on that the couple themselves can't necessarily work on. There are many, many things in the bedroom issues which we'll get into at late in later shiurim, where they could work on privately between the two of them, and there's no need to go beyond that. But even if there is, because of a physical or emotional uh, aspect that they need help with, one or the both of them, then that's something that you both privately decide to go, if it's a physical issue to the physical doctors of the OBHGYN urologist, pelvic experts, whatever, or on the emotional, psychological issue of it uh, to the therapists that deal with this. That's the way to go about it. Not talking to your friends or family members about it. The third thing that cannot be discussed between a husband and a wife is any medical conditions that your husband or wife struggles with. It could be as arthritis, sugar levels, high blood pressure, uh, you know, diabetes, whatever the case is, people work through extreme emotions in dealing with medical condi- conditions, and it makes them feel very, very vulnerable, very, very weak sometimes, and they feel some shame and never violate that trust. Now, let's say you have a guest for Shabbos, whatever guests for Shabbos, and the husband or wife, the one who has that condition, that medical condition, volunteers and discusses it. Is fine, is fine with this particular, these particular guests knowing about it. Then it's fine. And then, you know, you both can be part of that conversation because basically your wife or husband, the one who has that medical condition, agreed. I'm willing for it to be disclosed. But never say anything to people that are, that when your spouse is not there or, she, or he or she does not know that they would want to know them to know, never disclose these things. The fourth thing that you cannot talk about with, the, uh, with anyone else other than yourselves is infertility and miscarriages that were experienced. Now, the reason why this is a little more tricky is because there's a real genuine need for support. Therefore, it is good advice to talk it between the two of you if there are infertility issues or miscarriage 
things that you had to go through to allow to give each other permission to discuss it with particular people that you know experienced whether infertility or miscarriages to help you get support with this because the support part is very very important but the full permission has to be given from both a husband and wife to each other for each other if that permission is not given it cannot be discussed and with anyone else and here for example if let's say the husband is the one who has the problem the fertility issue problem then the wife cannot disclose it with to any of her friends under any circumstances. The reverse, if the wife has that particular fertility issue, the husband cannot talk about it with any of his friends, any other condition. Now, you yourself, if you have that fertility issue, and it is with, you know, you're the one that has that issue, and it's not your husband or your wife, and you want to talk it over and share it with the friend that you have this issue, that's fine. That's fine. But it's inappropriate to disclose to your friends if the your husband or your wife is the one that has those fertility issues unless he or she gives you explicit, open permission for the purpose of support to talk to them about it, or only this person, not this person, or whatever it is. Because people who have fertility issues feel a certain loss, feel a certain sense they're not a full man, they're not a full woman. And although it's erroneous to think that way, but people do feel that way. So it has to be treated with a great deal of sensitivity. People feel that there's something off with them if they that not having a baby is embarrassing to them. So therefore, these things cannot be discussed with friends whatsoever unless the two of you together go through the process and decide which couples that may have infertility issues as well that you're both okay talking to, or if there were miscarriages, which family that also had, this, uh, unfortunately, these situations that we could talk to for support. You talk it between yourselves first and decide what we give permission to each other for the both of us to talk, because there is a need for support and to talk and to communicate, but it has to be decided with full permission between the both of you, but not that you talk about it to your friends without that permission, especially if it's the other spouse that has that fertility issue another thing that you need you cannot discuss with friends or family is money issues financial issues and it goes both ways whether there's a financial tightness to it because the 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 idea uh, it, it also hits the ego very much it's very very sensitive husbands who even they try their best and they try to be mafarnis and they just don't seem to have that hatzlocha. They feel terrible. They feel inadequate. And you have to treat that with sensitivity. Now, if there's situations where you require a certain loan or you need help getting a, uh, with job placements or government help that you could get, and for doing all of that, you need to disclose to certain people because you need advice how to go about it, then the best thing to do is for you, the, both of you to discuss it with each other and say, you know, we have to tell this and this person about our financial issues because they could help us. And get to a point where you both agree, okay, 
for that purpose, for that TLS, we give each other a shus to discuss the financial issue or job issue so that these people could help us get interviews or find another job or help us with certain programs or certain loans that are necessary for the time being and so on and so forth. But otherwise, you do not talk to your friends about your financial struggles. And the other way around too, if things are going exceedingly well, you cannot boast about it to your friends. It, first of all, it does sound like boasting very often. It's ma'er ayin hara. It's only damaging. Another thing that you should not talk to your about uh, regarding your spouse, your spouse to your friends or family, is their appearance or their bodily issues. If a spouse, a husband or wife, has a weight issue, a posture issue a skin condition, acne issue, whatever it is. You talk about it with each other of how to go about it. You could go together, you know, like I said, under certain circumstances to a particular counselor, rov, or therapist, or whatever it is about these issues. If it's a sore point that they discussed it and they need outside help to resolve certain parts of it, that's fine. But other than that, it's a violation of trust to talk to your friends about your husband's weight or your wife's weight, the overweightness or the posture or the way they look because the truth is 98% of the time it's doable, it's fixable with the proper exercise, the proper diet, the proper taking care of yourself and uh, I have to admit it's easier to, to talk than to actually practice so I know I struggle with this too that I have to, I know I need to eat better and exercise better but I know at least in my mind that if I do this I will look better and I will feel better and all of you that are listening to this know that with themselves too so there's to, to, to talk about it to other people to your friends bashing your wife or your husband about their heaviness or the way they look or they don't take, take care of their appearance. And even if that's an issue, you're bothered by the fact that your husband or that your wife does not take care of their appearance the way they should. Again, that's a discussion that's, to, that's meant to be kept private with one another and to, discuss, to be discussed with another and how to work it through. But to talk it over with friends is a very deep breach of trust. So the key is, is the first step with all these six issues that we talked about, and listen again to the recording if you need to review what we just said. This is this is one share, by the way, that's Kedai, you should mark it, and from time to time to listen to again and again and again. I got this from marriage counselors. None of this is coming from my own, and this is MS Laamitai, MS Laamitai, true, as true as can be. You need to review this. And you need to be honest with yourselves and say, yes, with all these six issues, even if they are issues, I talk first privately with my husband and wife and work it through. A lot of those things, if you talk with each other and work it through with each other, all of these six issues could be resolved within without needing outside interven- intervention in many, many cases. And even if Lu Yitzur, even if... You do need outside intervention with some of these cases, like support for infertility, support for miscarriage, or mental or physical help on sexual dysfunction or things like that. 
You have specific addresses to go to, professionals that can help in these situations, but not to talk it over with your friends. And this that it says in Mishle, that if you have a worry, you talk it over with your friends and others, you find the Rav to talk to, you find that particular mentor that both you and your wife agree to talk to, because they're confidential and their kavan is letayelis, but not to your overall friends, even best friends or neighbors. Bungle Kalyan life, life, you have this problem a lot. We were not bungle economy people, but despite the fact that that we that was not our experience, <coughs> we're fully, fully aware of the lifestyle there and the many dangers that come about on in bungle economy life. A lot pertaining to things we discussed in this year, where because there's a lot of time, you're killing time, and there's a lot of entering both on the men's side and the ladies' side, no discrimination here, it's on both ends, and you end up saying a lot of things that you shouldn't say to the friends or your neighbors in the bungalow colony that ends up being very hurtful to your spouse. So you have to be very careful about it. This is the the biggest key in marriage, is the trust level, and the opposite of that is violating the trust, And the most important thing is the trust and loyalty to each other. If you have the privilege, Baruch Hashem, of being married, and you have the privilege of being with someone, your husband or your wife, the trust is what keeps it going. And keep these issues to yourselves. Not for your friends, not for family members, but just between yourselves. And when it's necessary to go further, it needs to be done in a very focused way with the full permission of the both of you. Hatzlach and bracha.